Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, in this video, I wanted to show you how I wrote the music that was used in the Destiny 2 Lightfall Season of the Witch launch trailer. It's a pretty long name. Let's dive in. Okay, so this is my track Locked, um, which was one of uh, my tracks written for the series of uh, albums called Throat for Elephant Music. And this was used recently in the Destiny 2 Lightfall trailer. So what we're going to do is I'm gonna, we're going to watch the trailer, see how it was used, and then go back to the track as it is, as you see it, and uh, dissect how I wrote it and how it was used. Hi, Guardian. The witness poses a dire threat. And the Witch Queen holds the answers we seek. But only if we contend with her sister, Zivu Arath. It rests with me. Will you come back from this? Do not be afraid. Hive magic and have entwined it with your light. Assault the spire, guardian, and open the way to our tithes. Let them know fear. The deck of whispers, and they do whisper. Fight in my name, Guardian. Every opponent you defeat strengthens me. My appetite rises for your brutal tributes. Let us show her what it is to be high. You have sounded the horn of battle! You are deserving of the greatest death I can bestow! Okay, that was pretty cool. That was pretty scary. And uh, what we have is the track that I wrote locked. Um, so what we're gonna, now going to do is we're going to listen to my track as I wrote it and finished it, and then we're going to compare the two and I'll talk about how I wrote it.
And there we go. It's really interesting when you listen back to a track that you haven't listened to for a, a couple of years and think to yourself, oh, I would have done that differently. Um, the idea behind this track was basically one huge build, as as I'm sure you can imagine. Now, what we can do now is we can we can now look at this track and see what it was that was used in the trailer and how you can take that when you're writing your next cue, that vital information. So the first thing that's obviously noticeable is this throat whistling. That was the first thing, that, that was the thing that kind of stuck throughout. Then it was this uh, cello, uh, which was used as the kind of signature sound. And then it was this... That huge element. There was also a couple of uh, these things down here. This was used along with the clocks. Uh, so what you can kind of start to hear is they've chosen the signatures, the signature sounds, the throat whistling and the cello. They've chosen the things that keep the pulse, keep the pace, the clocks and the ticking violins. And they've chosen the big drums that give it that big finish, the big trailer finish. A lot of this stuff, you know, wasn't there. And if it was, it was, you know, secondary to the throat whistling. So if you're going to write a track like this, think about it like this. Okay, what what signature sounds can I create that will make my track stand out? How can I bring pace to the track? And then how can I give it this big trailer finish? I mean, there's nothing complicated going on here. That's all it is, basically, is this den da den den da den 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 da den den da den den rhythm. And that's it. And then it's just da 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 with a big riser at the bottom. And I really love that... I get to show this to you, get to show that how I wrote a track with every intention, X, Y, and Z, and, and no matter how many, how much intention you could put behind it, it can sometimes be used in different ways. You know, I would have, I would have imagined this being used a lot for that. And you can see that, by the way, that I've only put like a few bars at the end of it. I thought this would be used for this dark tribal stuff, which it kind of was. But not in the not in the same way. So, how did I write this track? Let's uh, remind myself. Now, the way we did this was 
I'd recorded myself doing all sorts of vocal noises, as you can hear. And I just layered it out. Started off with violin, violin harmonics. I believe that's me playing. And then shoved through a tunnel somewhere. Yeah, ultiverb. And this is me playing my tambour. Because I actually wanted a kind of tribal feel drum with a little bit of poor timing and where better to get poor timing than for me to play it. Now the other thing was me doing these kind of vocals that were just distorted up here. Oh, actually that's not even me. Um, so what we did was I, I recorded a few things and then we got a... Uh, uh, a vocalist in to do this throat whistling. Um, he had a much deeper, more resonant, more fantastic general voice than me. So I recorded him doing this throat whistle. Obviously, I recorded him doing this, like, kind of, I'd call it old granny ooing. I also recorded him doing these boams. Ooh, that might have been me, actually. Uh, hooray! <laughs> Ow. Yeah, and that's not me. So there we go. So I often layered up my parts with... Um, his name was Ilya. And then I got him to layer up the grunt rhythms, I called them. Oh, no, that's me. <laughs> How exciting. Oh, that's... This is him. Yeah. Sounds like Sepultura. <laughs> yeah. So this is what I had. This was the track. Basically. So we got the vocalist to record that, and then obviously once I got the vocals in, I thought, okay, well now it's time for me to... Um, add extra layers and my general process would be to add in the big booms which I believe are here with these chappies here just to kind of add emphasis to the changes And then, naturally, the process is then, what can I add to bring pace? Ticking clocks and these other drums. I just want to silence everything else so you can hear. should really have put this in. There we go. I just love sticks. <laughs> sticks and sticks and ticks. And clocks. Okay. Um, and then my process after that is once I've got the track... Built, I built it up to this point here. I didn't have this point, this at the point. I think I added this in right at the end. Then it's to get my cello out and my violin out and start to mimic what I've already written on the cello and on, on with the voice. Love that vocal, that cello line. It's so good. I mean, this in its own, on its own, I should say, just sounds brilliant.
all I'm doing with this is I'm, I'm creating a signature sound. That's my first process, which you've heard. The and I've doubled it with the violin. Not worrying about tuning. Then I'm adding in some extra bits. Ticky. Ticky clocks. To add a sense of pace. Hello. Ooh. And then adding in an extra little slide. As like a pre-hit. Uh, and another one of those, so there's two of those. But this time it's a scratchy one. Just to kind of like fill in the gaps. And then obviously the risers come in. And then I'm probably playing the rhythm. Oh, it's just to support the riser. So these are all risers, basically. Um, and I mean, that's my process. And then usually what I do is I'll get to this point and be like, I'm kind of tempted not to add anything else on, but I should add some big drums. And I wanted to keep the pace. Boy, am I glad I did that. <laughs> uh, it's, really, it's really key for you to kind of establish what you want the track to be at the start. And these tracks for me are almost always just big builds. Uh, sometimes I will add a tack on and a, a third act, air quotes, third act or fourth act, as it were, that's like slightly different. But in this case, I just wanted it to ramp up even more. And to be honest with you, what I probably would have done now is like cut at least... 45 seconds out of this, maybe 30 seconds, and added it to this last section. Make that build even bigger. Now, your takeaways, again, is think of interesting things you can do with sounds to make them signature, air quote, signature. So, obviously, this is quite an interesting sound anyway, but, I mean, if I listen to it... Kind of sounds a bit weird. So obviously then EQ'd it, put it through a sound design, a space designer. And then I wanted it to kind of like be this EQ'd, echoed version. And then I did the same thing again, but reversed it. To kind of create this sense of interest. So I've got this one sound and then I did that to make it feel interesting and atmospheric and give this track a personality and then obviously it's really easy to do this with string instruments i don't think i've done anything to it yeah a bit of compression a bit of sample delay just to make it feel like a, a stereo track uh, but then it's to give it like a another signature something for people's ears to grab onto and something for the editors to grab onto and those two things do so much of the heavy lifting in tracks like this. And then the rest of it is the, I, I'm going to say boring because it's, because it's just things like ticking clock. It kind of feels like cheating. <laughs> it feels like I, mean, I shouldn't just have to do this, should I? But that stuff is vital. Uh, and then adding in these big hits on the beats um, just to kind of give that, again, trailer emphasis. And then it's that giving the editor some action. 
something to grab onto that they can then put the finale of the trailer, the last act of the trailer to. Um, and these rules apply, I would say, pretty much across the board of all trailer music. There are a few uh, uh, s- s- circumstances where it's not as essential but the thing is even if you're doing just a percussion track if you can throw a signature in there you're already like in the one percent of percussion tracks that have a decent signature sound to them if you're doing comedy music if you can do the same thing add a signature in there and then these elements of pace this element of scale it just it's those elements that are going to get your track placed I hope you enjoyed this and I hope you got something out of it and I'll see you in the next one. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. I have something really, really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle and I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.